Welcome to the Voice Lab podcast. I'm Megan, and in the show, I'll be digging into all topics related to the human voice, from vocal technique and performance to philosophy and psychology, and I'll be answering your questions about anything related to the voice. In today's episode, I'll talk about singer's neurosis and how we're all a little vocally neurotic whether we sing or not. We all want to test the waters before we expose our voice to a listener. Most singers do this through the warm-up, but what exactly constitutes warming up the voice and how do we get the most out of it? Singer's neurosis. It's a thing. Singers get a bad rap for the neurotic behavior and routines surrounding the voice. But almost anyone with a voice is a little vocally neurotic. Whether we are about to sing with intention or about to speak up in class, we all perform some collection of preparatory sounds, movements, and thoughts. These preparations usually reflect our lack of trust in what our voice might produce and the caution we feel before we so vulnerably release it into the ether and expose it to the judgment of a listener. Why are we so anxious about the possibility of phlegm catching in our throat or our voice cracking in public. As with most events that lead to embarrassment, the cause is usually a lack of control. And that, to most of us, is a sign of infirmity, some mental or physical weakness that we are socially conditioned to feel ashamed about. Controlling the voice is a slippery task. It is invisible, just sound waves. Air from our lungs vibrates our vocal folds and then resonates in our vocal tract. We can feel this vibration and resonance in our body, but the sensations shift and the source feels split between thought, breath, throat, mouth, and the world outside of our body. The voice is our representative in the auditory world and carries a whole package of information in a single invisible syllable. Personality, emotion, confidence, health, nuance of meaning, strength, and weakness. It's no surprise that we want to fuss before committing to unleashing our voice. We test the waters, as the saying goes, to see what we can expect of it or what adjustments we want to make so it reflects or represents us better. What an odd, intangible thing, the voice. 
that is of our body, of our mind, yet unpredictable and untrustworthy enough to make us uncomfortable. This discomfort stems from that lack of control, but beyond the blushing embarrassment of a stomach gurgle or a fart, there is an existential discomfort that emerges with how much is revealed or exposed in the voice. It is untrustworthy, but can be brutally honest. On the other hand, it's a representative, but can also disguise and deceive others as well as ourselves. Most of us have had the experience of listening to our own recorded voices and cringing at what we hear. Do I really sound like that? Is this how other people hear me? Ugh. When we ask, do I really sound like that? We are also asking, am I who I think I am? How do others hear and see me? We try so hard to cultivate and ground ourselves in an identity, yet the voice always remains just a bit untethered and untamed, and this, understandably, makes us uneasy. I'll dig deeper into these juicy vocal topics more in future episodes, but for now, let's focus on our attempts to wrangle, tame, and train the voice as an instrument and why it behooves us to do some intentional vocal preparation. The most common questions I hear from students have to do with warming up the voice. I often hear questions like, what is the best warm-up routine? Or, what is the right amount of time to spend warming up? Or if I only have time to do one warm-up exercise, which one should it be? Unfortunately, there is no best routine or right amount of time or panacea when it comes to warming up. That's because each of our instruments is a unique body and our vocal needs change from day to day. But I do want to address these questions by talking about why we should warm up intentionally and even ceremoniously. As I was saying before, we all test the waters before we use our voice, some of us more compulsively or consciously than others. When it comes to using the voice as an instrument, we want to prepare it before we dive into anything vocally damaging, or anything that will be judged by our own ears or others, because most singers do this through the warm-up. But what exactly constitutes warming up, and how does it help us control or at least manage our rascal voice? It's important to distinguish a vocal warm-up from a vocal workout. Exercise is not warming up. A warm-up is not exercise. But 
A warm-up is also not a passive activity. To many of us, the warm-up can take on the role of a protective amulet, a passive act that is done with some superstitious anxiety. To be fair, any gentle easing into using our voice is helpful and can be protective. But the warm-up is most effective when it's engaged with intentionally, like a ritual rather than a routine. If we follow this ritual versus routine distinction, then it's important to find the meaning and purpose behind warming up. First, let's consider the general big picture reasons why we warm up. Transitioning our body from daily human use to instrument mode takes some time and acclimation. Unlike instrumentalists, a singer's body is the entire instrument. It is in use all day for activities that most often go against habits that are ideal for our instrument body. We push the volume of our speaking voice to be heard over children or traffic. We alter the comfortable pitch and manner of our speaking voice to be taken seriously at work or to conform to social circles. We strain our neck at a computer doing homework or answering emails. We drink dehydrating and acidic coffee all day to stay alert and then unwind with acidic and dehydrating wine at night. We grind our teeth and hold tension in our jaw due to the anxiety and stress of life. Life is hard on a voice. We need to be mindful of our voice in our daily life so we don't damage it. And we need to consciously shift the way we use our voice before we train or perform to prepare it for a more specialized use. We require a shift in the use of our muscles, our breath, and our sense of self. We need to go through something like a transformation. I like to break down the warm-up into four areas of focus that should help us get the most out of this transformation and preparation ritual. The first area is mental preparation or a psychological transformation. We warm up to give our mind time to shift from daily use mode to music making mode. This could be a moment for meditation, clearing any mind chatter or setting aside any worries that might distract you or diffuse your focus. This could also be finding mental space to let loose and shed inhibitions and self-conscious hesitations. Along these lines, setting aside our expectations of our vocal identity. For example, thoughts of this sound doesn't match my personality or thoughts of 
this is what I should sound like. Setting these expectations aside can free up space for the fun and knowledge that can be found in vocal experimentation and exploration. As I discussed at the top of the episode, concerns about our vocal identity haunt our use of the voice all day long. We should let our warm-up be an opportunity to break away from the social and personal limitations of what we think our voice's identity is and what we think that sounds like. The second area is physical preparation, relaxing and energizing the body. We warm up to notice and release tension and to gently stretch and energize muscles before demanding more of them. We aren't weightlifters or runners, but we are using our whole body in an energized and coordinated way. We need to shift our muscles of respiration from a passive use to an intentional and coordinated use. We need to notice tension that we've accrued throughout the day and do our best to let it go. The vocal mechanism functions best when our body is relaxed, energized, and working as a well-coordinated system. The third area is sensory preparation, sensation memory and recall. We warm up to remember and find sensations that align with healthy vocal habits. We can use these sensations as biofeedback that guides our vocal production. The buzz of resonance, the stretch of the soft palate, the expansion of the ribs, these are all examples of sensations that we want to home in on and access with quick recall. By spending time finding and remembering these sensation guides, we can anticipate what we want to feel and our voice is more likely to produce a desirable sound with consistency and ease. The fourth area is diagnostic, testing, prescribing, and prioritizing. We warm up to gently test our voice for areas that could use more care, more caution, or more work. Since a warm-up's purpose is to prepare us for more detailed training in the way of vocal exercises, repertoire, or public speaking, it's important to know how we should spend our precious time and what aspects of our vocal production might need more attention than others. This helps us practice with efficiency and helps us pay attention to the needs of our voice on any given day. This step should forewarn against any vocal health issues and provide a more methodical, systematic approach to the next stage of the practice session. Warming up well isn't dependent on a fixed amount of time or any magic combination of pitches, sounds, or elixirs. Warming up well is setting ourselves up to get the most out of our practice session or performance. We want to prepare our mind and our body 
so that when we begin to add more to our vocal multitasking plate, we are more likely to proceed with ease and efficiency. The warm-up is an important part of a singer's routine, but its most helpful impact on our voices emerges when we engage with it with mindful purpose. It should give us a sense of control over our intangible medium and, hopefully, reduce some anxiety and neurosis so we can enjoy our voice and share it with confidence. Thank you for listening to The Voice Lab. Please consider subscribing to stay up to date with our vocal explorations. Also, feel free to reach out with your vocal questions and I'll address them in future episodes. For guided vocal warm-ups and exercises, check out my Voice Lab Sessions, a monthly 15-minute podcast available to my Patreon patrons. Get in touch through my website, sandiegovoicelessons.com, or through my Patreon page. Until next time.